Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, once again to another episode of Uncle Shane Saw's Tabletop Workshop, presented by Lawful Stupid, a production of Final Girl. It is, of course, the spookiest time of the year. I love spooky season. I love that the weather's changing. I love to dress up. I love to have Halloween parties and candies and apple cider and just all the wonderful things that come with the season. But I also love scary movies. And that is, of course, the reason for the season. Uh, I would like to ask my uh, cohorts. Here. Oh, yeah, I'm. A, I am once again joined, as always, by uh, Devin Thunderarms Davenport. Say hello, Devin. Hello, Devin. How dare you on my birthday? Four years uh, later. Dwayne, the main man, Peden, or Dwayne, my turtleist dove, Peden, or Dwayne. Gosh, I'm just so glad to see him, Peden. How you doing today, Dwayne? I'm honored to have three intros. So, okay, good. Uh, pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, I don't have a new bit. Improv, baby. Let's do it. For Avon's new name. Uh, so it's everybody's, uh, joining me as always, of course, is everybody's favorite. Uh, Alex Cinnani Bonnet. Well, wasn't I a bee in a bonnet for a while? You were a bee in my bonnet. That's definitely true. Um, but. It's also Cinnabonic. Cinnabons are delicious. You've got lots of names. Everybody's got lots of names except for Devin. He's a piece of shit. Thanks. Um, you're welcome. But I got a new uh, one. I got a new one. It's Shepard now because yeah. Ginge. Yeah, so it's... it's um, ooh, ooh. Avon Shepard's pie. It's... it's Reference. No, I don't like that. I don't like <laughs> oh, it's pie so good. goes to the end. So it's... it's it's Alex... Can I call you Alexandra? Uh, only when I'm in trouble, Daddy. You got it. Oh, uh, please get that in the audio sky. bit. Please <laughs> get that audio bit. Uh, Alexandra, <laughs> come <laughs> all ye shepherd. Oh, I'm not in trouble, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Jake. Wake Ginger up right now. I have to leave the podcast. All right, sorry. Carry on. That was just too good. Uh... <laughs> Hey, uh, so which scary? If my wife hears me say that on a podcast, she comes running from the room to figure out what's going on. I, just, I, I didn't realize it was Christmas already, but thank you. You couldn't have yeah, gotten something nicer. Welcome. Hey, Devin, <laughs> what's your favorite scary movie? Um, you know, continuing with the tradition, it's gonna have to be Hotel Transylvania Four that just came out. It is very good. Speaking from a time where I haven't seen it just yet, but we'll see it. Can't wait. I hope it's full of just like super alt-right propaganda. Just like really upsetting to everybody who watches it. And Devin's already like on record being like, that's my favorite movie. It's favorite. I love it of all. It's the greatest of all time. What about you, Dwayne? What's your favorite scary movie? You know, every year, I think I talk about high voltage. Um... And that's a pretty good one, and I will continue to say High Voltage is really good if you haven't watched it. But uh, I uh, actually enjoyed um, 
Oh gosh, I'm blanking on the stay. Is it stay quiet? The John Krasinski? Uh, it is don't breathe. No. Is that what you're talking about? No. No? Is it, is it, uh, John Krasinski's is it, movie, um, yeah, it's, Quiet Place. Uh, Quiet Place. One and two are both two. good, and yeah, so really was good. that other one where you, like, if you fucking looked at... I, oh, Bird Box. Bird Box. Bird Box is real good. Oh, you see those both of those movies are in the same vein. It's not a vein I enjoy. Yeah, it really uh, fucked you up. We know what kind of veins you enjoy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fresh one. <laughs> Fresh one. <laughs> uh, Uncle Chainsaw here. Uh, <laughs> Avon. What's what's your favorite scary movie? Not Avon's a, a big weenie. Scary movies aren't my jam, but I got a Halloween movie for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Halloween Town. Might have heard That's of it. That's a good one. Yeah, little little film called Halloween Town. I'm a fr- I'm a fan. That's a good one. Uh, what's my favorite scary movie? Uh, I, t- you know, you got, I'm on record with my favorites. You guys know what I'm into. Uh, but I do want to talk about a very specific subgenre film that a good friend of mine is into and keeps recommending me movies from. And that genre, I like to call it anxiety. Um, he just like like these movies that like aren't outright scary, but just make you feel so anxious the whole time. Like he, he's like the Green Knight uh, was that that one that just came out that was just an anxiety nightmare. Uh, there was uh, what's the one uh, Mother with J Law. <laughs> he's like, hey, watch this movie. That's just absolutely it's, wait, is that an anxiety one nightmare. Robot? Oh, I wish. No, that's the one where I she's wish like... Was the, is hey, like, th- this is one you should never watch, Devin. Is that okay, the one great. where she's, like, held captive, essentially? No, like, where she's not. Stole, I, 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 I hate to ruin a movie. So this so this movie... Everybody cover, hold your ears if you don't know it. This movie is an allegory for the Bible. And so you have a man, he's an, he's an author, he's a creator, and you've got this woman, Jennifer Lawrence, she represents the Earth. She's Mother Earth, ostensibly. Right. Um, um, they're getting along fine, things happen, Adam and Eve show up at their and darken their door, and with them comes just outright anxiety. Um, it's, it's probably, yeah, mm. I won't say any more. But it's, hey, it's a list of movies that, if you're t- talk to me, you should never watch it. Don't do it. Crap, now my interest is peaked. Do not no, do it. Okay. Uh, and this is, an, this is an employee for you to, to do it. You just, you just not do it. Sounds like a ploy. Like, every time you say it's not, I feel like you're just okay. pushing me. See? There it is. Go, go, okay, how about this? Go watch it then. So that's what you want me to do. Now okay, I'm not going to watch it. it. I'm not going to do it. Okay. Now. Please go watch it, Devin. I'm not. <laughs> okay. You can't, you're not the boss uh, of me. You're not right. my dad. You're well, my uncle. Well, speaking about being your uncle, uh, it's part, one of my duties as your uncle, and I did say duty, Dwayne, uh, is to create these scenarios in Final Girl to to uh, bring to you a, a setting and a monster. And this year, um, we have decided that we've all come to the table with one idea. Uh, everybody can only pitch one idea for their setting and their for their monster that we will play for final girl tonight um does anybody want to pitch first uh i'll go do you want to do setting let's start with setting sure yeah well well no do do your setting and your monster give us your give us your pitch you're trying to yeah, sell yeah us. the whole the whole kit and caboodle uh yeah, yeah the yeah. shark tank yeah uh so the setting is like an old english castle it's like been restored to have like modern modern uh amenities um and the idea is that it's like a famous murder mystery game 
So like famous people yeah. have come, but you also like regular people how can like win spots to be with celebrities or famous people. Um, and of course you have all the support staff that could go with that, butlers, etc. Uh and the the monster would be the castle itself. Ooh, the castle oh is shit. like haunted. Super haunted castle. Yep. Lots of ghosties. Well, I wasn't thinking like ghosties, just like uh, what is that? Amityville horror where like the house itself. Oh, you're saying it's it's like uh, or or you know other people might know Monster House. Uh, yeah, the, 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 the Pixar Disney esque. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The animated children like that. short. Yeah, Monster just like that. Yeah. Uh, I'm okay. yeah. A, a sentient castle that wants to get you real good. Yeah. Um, okay. Sure, sure, sure. All right. Um, would anybody like to go next? Avon. Because we, Shane and I, have this thing we talked about before. For some reason, we think we may just. We're gonna see how well we line up. Devin doesn't have an idea, and he's trying to steal mine. No, so I have an idea. Say, like, <laughs> oh, we have the same idea. Oh, I had this totally my idea. Avon. That's why Devin's going before me. That's a fact. Okay. Well, my thought was kind of like one of those carnival crews where you have like on a boat Ooh. and you do all the fun yeah. things, right? And the creature kind of being one of the water or the seas. And I, I've, I've been interested in kelpies recently because they're Ooh, a horse. A kelpie monster. And they can uh, change into people and kind of blend in. I'm just going to Google something real quick. Oh, kelpie monster. Devin, what's your idea? Um, so I thought about having this take place at a like Hollywood studios with all of the different movie sets and areas and uh, that lends to you know several like the actor the director the stage hands blah 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 and so kind does of, the studio make horror movies it, they there's so many different sets I mean that's somebody's the thing. dying on the set of Dawson's Creek is what I'm hearing yeah, <laughs> so it's, a little, it's a little bit of everything, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So you, I mean, okay. only to what our dreams can limit us. Sure. Uh, yeah. Um, and the enemy would be, or the the bad guy. I, I would need help with this part because I imagined uh, perhaps there's a guy who's running around and, and all of the. I don't know how this works out. Fine. That's where I'm coming trouble with bad guy. It could be something easy. Like like thought, you're talking about like a like a phantom of the studio kind of causing accidents. You know. Yeah. But in that moment, perhaps oh, the people good. who are dying would know does who it Sco- is. Does he have Scooby Dooey in mode? Motivations. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Okay. So, so okay, hey, uh, Ginge, do we have the rights to the Benny Hill theme music? Because that's a requirement. <laughs> I, I, it's got to be common law by now. Do any Scooby Doo shenanigans? We need Benny Hill. <laughs> cool. Studio Phantom. Uh, so, my idea, my humble idea, I would like to submit to the council is: uh, it is it, my setting would be a small uh, town. It is just far enough uh, away from Las Vegas in Nevada uh, to be off the beaten trail, but just close enough where they can get like the occasional tourist that comes through. Their bit is they are the littlest town that never sleeps. Uh, they are populated entirely by vampires. Um, and our heroes in this game are going to be this city of vampires trying to quietly exist in Las Vegas. Unfortunately, the monster is on his way. He is Dante Sinferno. And Dante Sinferno is the world's premier monster hunter. And he's coming and there's nothing you can do to stop him. Bro, is this reverse Final Girl? We're like... The monsters? One the- of the monsters. I, I, I want to sneak a monster onto the cast of Final Screw. <laughs> uh, in the form of a, of a vampire. Uh, so that that is that is my humble uh, offering. Now, how do we... 
I, I don't decide now. I don't think we got that far. Which one sounds the most fun? I think is the question. So we've got uh, a murder mystery in the haunted castle that wants to eat you. Uh, we've got a a like carnival cruise esque where you're stuck on a boat and it is being assaulted by uh, kelpies or one kelpie. Is it like kind of like kind of like a magical mm. force? I assume. Yeah, magical force. Kind of like, uh, can, we, can we we can blend some siren myth in there, maybe? Yeah, we can, we can do a lot. I left it open for siren uh, kelpies. Improv. Oh yes, please. We've got the uh, movie studio with all the sets uh, and the the phantom of the studio as I'm dubbing this monster. Uh, and then uh, we've got Dante's Inferno and uh, Los. Spanish word for moon. Okay. So, so I pitched my idea first, so I'll vote first, just to get the awkwardness out of the way. My idea that I brought to the table was real good, and I was really happy with it, until I heard movie studio shenanigans, and that sounds fun as shit, so I'm voting movie studio shenanigans. Very good, very good. Uh, I'm voting for my own. I think it's the best one to get fucked. <laughs> Okay, at, at third, uh, I wanted to vote for Dwayne's. <laughs> I really like the idea of a haunted house. I love it. And get eaten by it. So, Devin, you get to decide. Yeah, Devin, you so, do, do <laughs> I like it or you're... Do I? Or, just or, just or, yeah. for a second. This is a moral so you're quandary filibuster that you Halloween special? now have to deal with. Well, he, here's how I spin it. I think Dwayne's pretty much always right. So... <laughs> I'm just gonna oh, follow you his selfish lead. Fuck, I love it. And yeah. go with his idea. Great, I love it. Okay, so we're going to the murder mystery in the haunted mansion. <laughs> no, no, no. You guys <laughs> the castle. Dwayne oh. is right in choosing mine. Choosing and I'm his idea. Follow his lead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. We're going to Hollywood. But I, I, I thought Shane was studio. just twisting your words against you. He may have also been doing that. Uh. I don't like how undefined the Phantom of the Studio is. I don't like him as a villain. Well, let's you, you, that. you guys tell, pick the villain. Let's do it. I, my goal was was this that what I'm going for is the scenes we can get. Mm. What if you mix but it? What if, if the studio is haunted? Then the studio yeah. itself wants to. So like a ghosty. The entire. Gonna, I, I, when I remind you about Vampire Town next year, just remember that you could have been a vampire turned from any point in time. You could be a Viking vampire. You could have been uh, from Charlie Chaplin days. You could have been. Uh, you could have lost the Confederate War. Hey, you, you know the cool thing about this Roll Twenty chat is, I mean, we don't ever fucking clear it, so why don't you just put that Vampire Town idea in I'm there, not go- I, and then next I'll year, remember. and then next I'll, year, I'll we can <laughs> we can revisit it. No, uh, I just, so let's, let's yes, let's get a, a, a defined villain for our, our studio shenanigans. What do we think for um, this film? Uh, I mean, you could do the Phantom of the Opera style, where it is a, a, literally a guy going around and killing people. Um, that is the Scooby Dooian motives. Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course, it's some bullshit. Like he's, you know, missing an actor. He's, right, part. he's, he's like, he's got the deed to the movie lot, but first they have to not put out any movies they for have a to leave, year or something. Leave willingly. Can't well, oh no, he's he's he, uh, he's trying to buy it and drive down the price or something like that. Yeah, so it's got to stop so he turning wants to start a profit. His own studio. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, the real villain of the story. Capitalism. Mm. Capitalism. Yeah. Yeah. That's the scariest monster you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. We we wanted to make it a little real. 
a little scary this year. And you're fired from your job. <laughs> and so though that scene is you just fighting to keep your job. Well, very cool. Uh, well, we will go into character creation then uh, for our new setting with our new villain. Uh, and we will start with Devin. It's your setting. I assume you have an idea or two bubbling around. Uh, yeah, so this first guy, and can you, for the audience as well as myself, just I, I know I'm kind of given kind of what he does, a very short kind of character description voice, what they look like. Or maybe not even yeah, voice so, necessarily. So, so it's it's you you come up with a name and then um, a one to two sentence descriptor of who that person is, and then uh, everybody gets to kind of bring them to life in their own fun way. Uh, but yeah, you give us the the overview in just one or two sentences, and we'll just we'll, get, we'll have twelve of them in the end. Okay, so this is um, a director of horror films, Rex Wrangler. And he is a hunched figure. He wears these purple velvet suits where, like, his chest hair is is constantly showing, and it, it's a lot. Uh, and he has this slicked back, balding hair. So it's not a whole lot of hair he's got, but he, he slicks it back uh, with these, like, purple glasses to kind of match the suit. And a crooked nose. Is this, like, the director's version of Ron Jeremy? It is now. <laughs> now, everyone's, now everyone's thinking it. You're welcome. <laughs> don't don't Google uh, that without incognito. Would, any, would anybody like to go next? Does anybody have a character ready? Avon, I volunteer your trivia. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, well, let's go with uh, Daisy Blumenshine, uh, total bimbo actress. Uh, working her way up to become a director herself but has to start from the bottom and go up. Bimbo, you say. Yes. Perfect. Have fun. Maybe she's acting it. I don't know. She's an actress. Have fun. Mm. Yeah, but she wants to be a director. So, hmm. Interesting. Uh, there's William Cavendash or Bill. And uh, Will, Will Cavendash, he is a uh, he's a thespian. He's a true actor of the stage. Uh, he's here to do some consulting work, and he thinks he's better than all of these silver screen actors. All right, uh, then I'm gonna go with um, uh, Chad Winslow. He. Provides refreshments and the snacks. He is catering. And he's very laid back. Okay, uh, I'm going to go with Wendy... Sells bright. She is the uh, responsible for transporting actors between their, um, what do you call them, the sets and their like trailers. She so is she's like security. Nope, she's just like just I'm she taking you from A to B. Cart. You drive a golf cart, yeah. And she makes sure people. She's a production assistant. <laughs> I'll help you out. She's responsible for getting people from trailer to set. 
is. Can't wait for her to die in the fucking murder scene. I love you, approximately uh, seventy years old. I already, I already lost some of my notes. I was like, nope, can't type and do this at the same time. Have fun. She's approximately seventy years old. She's, she's an old lady. Got it. Old lady. Cool. Avon, you got another one? Uh, what about Ren Whipkey? He's basically uh, the janitor. Uh, he he is very talkative, wants to get to know people. Uh, does his job well. Hell yeah. Hard worker. Hard worker. Uh, I'm going to send forward uh, into the lurch uh, Nikki Napalm. Uh, Nikki Napalm is the premier pyrotechnics expert. She is the one you call when you need shit blowed up. She's like got a punk rock mohawk, like combat boots and shit. She'll kick your ass. Uh, all right, so let's flip the key. Then I will uh, put forth as tribute uh, <laughs> John Everyman. I love it. Good name. I hope and, he doesn't die immediately. <laughs> and he is going to be uh, your dumb as, dumb as rocks B-list actor. Why'd you pick your actor's name? Every man. Every man wants to be me. Every man wants to be <laughs> like me. This is a good you picked a good name, John. Thanks. Thanks. Um, for my last character, I will uh pick Dirk Bugle. He is the wire. Those are always a Dirk. Dirk, always. He's the wiry stunt double. I like that one. I was thinking stunt double. I thought that was going to be my last one. Um, Got one last character, Abon. Make it a winner! uh, Aster Turniper. Turniper for what? Yes, there you go. (laughs) Have fun. Uh, She does costume makeup. Uh, All of it. From basic eyeliner to the full whole bodysuit. She's your... Multi-talented, jack-of-all-trades makeup artist. My final character is Glenn Dunn. And Glenn Dunn is a writer of horror films, and he wrote, word for word, everything that happens. (laughs) And he's (laughs) bummed out about it. He's like, who stole my ID? (laughs) He wrote The Phantom of the Studio. And is really excited to shop it around, but hasn't shown it to anybody yet. No That's one has good. seen it. Never shows a finished product. This is about to happen. <laughs> Shut up, Glenn. Shut up, Glenn. No! <laughs> I love that. Okay. All right. One more then, right? That's all one we more. got left in the tank. Correct. Okay. All right. All right. You ready? I got it. All right. So the last one I'm going to put in is Zach Doberman. 
and his job is to produce the score for all of the movies. Mm. Oh, movie critic? He's no the musical. No, the guy. musical. Oh. The score. Yeah, the, the I'm score, telling James, you didn't know what a score oh. was. That kind of oh, score. No. I was thinking hey, like hey. when people do reviews of movies. That word is a homonym? Homophone? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. know. Something home. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> well, that's why you like it so much. All right. <sighs> that's not what I meant when I said it. That it has the root homo. Yeah. yeah. Leave me alone. Anyway, uh, that's all our characters, right? Yes. Yeah. Should have a list of twelve. So I'm going to go to my notes and roll twenty. They should all be cleanly laid out for me. <laughs> no. Uh, Dwayne with the Yes, moves. thank you. <laughs> uh, so you've got uh, Rex Wrangler. He is the greasy director is how I'm going to describe him. Uh, you have uh, Daisy Blumenshine, a bimbo actress trying to work her way up to becoming a director. Uh, I'm really excited to see what film she wants to make. Uh, you have Chad Winslow. Uh, who is all the catering. He's in charge of all the food and drink uh, consumed on set. Uh, what was my first one? Because it's not... William it was, Cav- oh, William, William Cavendish. Cavendish. William Cavendish. He's a thespian, uh, so he's here consulting for Hamlet 3, The Bloodening. He's uh, <laughs> the, the theater consultant. Uh, we have Rex Wrangler. Uh... He is a director of horror films, uh, chest hair and bald things, slick back hair, purple glasses. What Rex Wrangler is? That, was there something more to him? Did I forget? Nope, that's it. No, that's, that's just it. him. Okay. Uh, Daisy Blumenshine. Oh, we already did that one. Yep. Uh, you fell out of order. We're, we were at Wendy Sales, right? I went. I did A Bonds first. That was yep. my mistake. I trust. I trusted her. Yeah, that was that was your <laughs> mistake. Uh, Wendy Salesbright. She loses the packet, so what did you expect? Mm. I knew it. Uh, Wendy Salesbright uh, is a transportation expert. expert, uh, Just moves people back and forth in a little bus. Golf cart thing, uh, 70 years old. Uh, There is a red whip key. uh, That's the janitor. And uh, they like to talk to people. Really friendly. Uh, Nikki Napalm, our technics expert. Big Mohawk. John Everyman. Very dumb. B-list ex- actor uh, Dirk Bugle is a is a wiry stunt double. Um, we've got Aster Turnipper, uh, who is uh, in charge of costume and makeup. Uh, Glenn Dunn, uh, who is a writer of horror films, who wrote every word of what happens in this production. And Zach Doberman uh, produces the score for all the movies. Are, are, are their own resident audio mancer, uh, Zach Doberman. Very good. Okay, so I will give you guys a brief rundown of how we're going to play the game. So we're going to do um, scenes. We're going to do three scenes. They are establishing scenes. They happen before the killer arrives, before the danger is present. They're just here to build relationships between our characters. There are three kinds of relationships our characters can have. They can have a friendship, they can have a rivalry, or they can be screwy. And these have different effects later on. First of all, Characters that don't have relationships are doomed to die miserably and alone in the first bloodbath scene, so just know that going forward. Um, 
Secondly, uh, you can use these relationships later uh, to either play a card for someone if they're a friend, play a card for the killer against someone if they are a, uh, a rival, uh, or you can uh, do either or with someone who you are screwing, uh, which is the appropriate term in the book and not one that I particularly uh, care for. Just going to say that. Uh, I would prefer fucking. Uh, but that's just me. Uh, I'm just an adult. Uh, <laughs> so we will go into these scenes. We'll do three of them. Um, you guys want me to be the killer first? Yeah. Does that matter? Yeah. Oh, it should be okay. the killer first. So we'll start with, it'll go, we'll do scenes. Start. You guys will establish the scenes. We'll go Dwayne, Avon, Devin, or rather we'll do Devin, Avon, Dwayne, since this is... Devin's mind child. He can kind of set the stage for us. Um, and then we'll do me in the bloodbath scene. So we're going to do three scenes. We'll tally all the friendships and rivalries and screwing that we get out of those. And then we'll tuck them into a neat bundle and uh, and go forward from there into our bloodbath scene and then into regular play. Does anybody have any questions about that? Well, one thing to bring up, I think, is so, and this is one thing with the first year that I was included on. So these scenes that we're setting up for each other, not in this first one necessarily, this one's just to get interactions. They don't have to be timeline oriented, correct? There's no, just so we, just, we, there has to be some level of continuity, just like when you're making a horror film. So somebody yes. can't be in two places at once. Right. But you can do a scene and then that took place at 3 p.m. and then do a scene that took place at 1 p.m. Correct. As long as yeah. the people had enough time to get where they're supposed to be and everything makes sense and there's no continuity errors, we're good. Um, but they don't have to necessarily be in any sort of chronologic order. The only thing for these first establishing scenes as well, they don't have to be in chronologic order. Um, they just have to uh, happen before our killer starts to strike. And so I'm setting up the first one, yes? Yeah, you're going to establish the first scene, and you're going to pick the first character. We're going to go on my screen order, so then Avon will pick, and Dwayne will pick, and then I'll pick. Okay. And we're all going to play characters in these scenes, um, and just it's just free re- free role play. Just time to have fun. Uh, okay, so I think in this first scene, there is a, a blockbuster uh, title coming out. It's been announced for a long time, but the problem is they haven't casted for it yet. And so there are hundreds of people maybe thousands of people who are all lined up to come get a shot at the lead roles in this movie. Um, and so I will take the role of someone who is ha- having these auditions come in and, and, and it's almost like it's table reads. So whoever you bring in perhaps is, is someone who is um, at this particular event uh, for a table read. Does and the person be, setting them up but, take a role, or is that just yeah? In your I thought I just yes. Yeah, no, it up for so you guys. In, in the introduction scenes, the person who's setting it up does take a role. Okay. Um, in the once we get into murderer scenes, we actually have the murderer who show up after the introductory scenes. Um, one person will take the role as the killer, and then three people will be playing as characters after that. But in the introductory scenes, you want to get as many people in as possible, so all four of us will play. Okay, and we can play someone else that we didn't create. Right? Absolutely, it's it's a floating pool of characters. You just pick one that you think will be interesting in the setting um, for you to play and just enjoy. I am gonna so I'm gonna pick first, right? Just so I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm gonna I'm just gonna be the director, Rex Wrangler. Okay, hey Bon. Uh, let's go with Daisy Blumenshine. Perfect, Dwayne. Uh, I'll be John Everman. Well, I'll just play the people we picked. Perfect. Uh, I'll be... 
I'll be a guy I picked to. I'll be um, Cavendash. I'm here to consult for Hamlet 3 the Blitnik. <laughs> Mr. Cavendash, I brought you in here because I really need some star actors in this, and I need I need your insight, I need your vision, but most of all, I just need you to, to sit tight and listen to what I say. <laughs> well, frankly, I can assure you that not one of these Jersey Shore socialite troglodyte ruffians would ever make it on in, in true theater and true thespian uh, activities. But uh, I'll try to find uh, a little character for your play, for your little for your little teleplay, your little show. Okay, so it's not a show. It's called Om Nom Nom. This is going to be a blockbuster hit. Om Nom Nom it's is going to be so... Om Nom Nom. You said it perfectly. Is that a different language? Is that English? No, it's Om Nom Nom. Mm-hmm. The sound a shock makes, like Baby Shark. Om Nom 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 is Nom Nom Is this a Baby nom. Shark film, or...? Not at all. It's just about people being eaten. So, uh... That's what your script's about, right? That's what I got out of it. No, I was here to consult for Hamlet 3, uh, The Bloodening. Yeah, blood. These people are eating blood. Anyway, say, I got two actors coming up here. Um, the, 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 the broad here is really good. I think she's going places. The, the other guy. Let's see. <laughs> I don't... Okay, you two. Um, Shakespeare would me? roll in his grave, good sir. Yeah. Do you, you want to set up the scene for him? Do you want you want me to set up the scene? Yeah, yeah, it's your story. I want to hear how you, how you do it. Okay, so you are here to convince me that somehow you can be Ophelia. Now, Ophelia's father was, of course, killed by Hamlet. Now, in the original text, she drowns herself in a lake, but we've taken that drowning to take on more of a symbolic take of the death of who you used to be. Now you're a ninja empress, and you have a litter of shark dragons that you will use to enact your revenge on Lord Hamlet and um, kill all men. Can you can you convince me that you are her, Ophelia, the Shark Queen? I doubt it. Proceed. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. Do sharks have queens? Oh, of course they do. What's your name? John. John. Everman. I see. So oh, he's um, the best. Oh, th- thank you. What I'm going to have you do is you're going to be my very special boy. Would you like to be my very special boy? Uh, it sounds like a very important part, yes. Here is the here is a copy of the script, and here is a highlighter. I would like you to highlight all of the vowels. Do you know what a vowel is? Yeah, it's what you poop out of. I got this. Yep, go highlight every one of those. Thank you so much. And cut. That was terrible. Squeaking. That wasn't the. Now, Miss, uh, what was your name again? Uh, Bloom and Shine, but you can call me Daisy. Wrong! Your name is Ophelia! If you want me to believe it, you have to believe it yourself! Sir, I don't see any bowels in this script so far. <laughs> Keep looking. They're there. Well, How it's you like a crossword so puzzle. Like, it is. He's got uh, rude. You should we it's continue to acting? As he can find, frankly. Yes, please. Wow, well, become, stopped. become a shock queen before my eyes transform. 
Om nom nom. Um, Think that. Yeah, yeah. Om nom nom. I got it. It's perfect. Thank you. You just said the words om nom nom. Which she's, is she's great. Uh, it's shark. Well, what else do you want? It's a shark. She's, I got she's, it. She's got the, you've got the I swim. Here, check this out. And she'll, she'll do a uh, backstroke while... <laughs> Going look at backwards. that! Beautiful. Yeah, I never Real seen anyone look down, so shocked. Just radiating heat. <laughs> just, 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 just pure stupidity. You pure can furnace swim burning. on land. Yeah, it's super easy. I could teach you. I take lessons like once a week. <gasps> How Do much you, you at, the, at the local Y? Yeah. Do you go? Oh no. Oh, I should help you sign up like as soon as possible. Here's the thing about oh. why it's sometimes a vowel. <laughs> I like them. Mm. All right, you you guys got the spot. I think we're Glenn done here. Don't you think so? I hate you so much. Mm. Any questions? Insane. <laughs> Hello. It's me, William. A little trip through the fortune-telling war, and let me tell you what I saw. It was amazing. I saw this powerful game of strategy, unique abilities, and dice. They call it Marvel Dice Throne. You choose a champion, much like myself, except I'm not an option this time. Once you choose your champion, you face off in a battle of wit and skill using dice, cards, and special abilities to conquer your foes and ascend the dice throne. I'm told to tell you you can buy Marvel Dice Throne today. And there's something called a link in the show notes, whatever that is. But you can use that link today to go buy your copy of Marvel Dice Throne. I need another highlighter. Uh, so I now, ate this other one. <laughs> now we're going to go in order. <laughs> this one didn't taste like uh, bananas, even though it's yellow. And we're going to set the shitty relationships, uh, starting with the character that we played. So we'll start with Devin. You played uh, Rex Wrangler. And do you think Rex established any relationships? Yeah, I mean, I'm natural. One more time. Um, one more time. Because there's three of them. It's rivals, fucking, and what's the other one? Just uh, friends. There, there's, there's screwing, uh, there is rivalries, and there are friends, friendships. Okay, just checking. So three. Uh, rivalry with <coughs> with your boy, uh, Glenn Dunn. Uh, well, I'm not Glenn Dunn. I was oh, with Cavendish the whole time. Whoops. Um, oh, yeah, well, I, zinger out there. I didn't really feel so good. I well, he, you know, Glenn Dunn, who wrote who this wrote horror this movie, is yeah, that's what I thought you were writing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's what I assumed. Um, there's that people just like to throw his name around. Uh, but uh, so your rivalry with Will, I, I, I will second that. I'll consent to that because all relationships must be consensual. Is, uh, any other relationships for Rex? Um, no, I, I don't think that it warrants. He's just hiring Daisy. I don't know if there's anything special there yet. Not yet. Uh, there was no. I mean, was, well, there wasn't hints that he was trying to get her onto a casting couch. Or it sounded maybe, like he was saying she was perfect. So like, like yes, let's hire. Her. But is that? Yeah, like, but I don't know if they've established. Uh, I think it's yeah, like a, a little it's a one way. Hmm. Yeah. A little groundworky. I got you. Mm-hmm. Um. Cool. Well, we'll move on to Avon then. Uh, you were playing 
Daisy, mm-hmm. yes? Yes, and did Daisy establish any relationships in that scene? I mean, trying to with um, John Everyman. Uh, yeah, a little, little flirtation there. I imagine you guys are friends. A little friendship there, okay. I'm just pretending to write. Every once in a while, I just lick this pencil. I'm just hoping somebody else has the notes. <laughs> I'm writing. Perfect. I mean, I'm typing. Fuck paper. Uh, Dwayne, uh, you were playing your good boy, uh, John Everyman. You established a friendship with um, with Daisy. Did you establish any other relationships? I, see, I would almost think that Will doesn't like John, but John doesn't give a shit about Will, so I don't think rivalry I, here, matters. Here's w- one interesting thing, and this would maybe be fun in the story. What if they were friends? What if... John every Yeah, but it's got to be consensual. John no, you right. definitely see himself yeah, friends with Will. Will, Will hates but then Will would be yeah. like ro- like annoyed yeah. with John. I like the idea of him like ever being a one-sided friendship, but you're right, those don't exist. Yeah, uh, yeah. in the games. So that's true. Um I would uh so here's what I'll counter. Um so that's established. Uh I will say that William definitely hates you, Daisy. Uh, and he definitely hates all of you. Uh, <laughs> And the only way that he will not have a rivalry with someone is if they don't hate him back. So does Daisy hate him back? Uh, yeah, she kind of called him mean. Yeah, okay, so they can be right. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and it will be Avon's turn to set the next scene, and she will get to pick first. Uh, Dem, you're going to pick last this time. It's going to rotate. Cool, 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 cool. Um, so Hollywood set, uh, let's do like, uh, like the outside break room where picnic benches and stuff and everyone's just kind of like chilling to get lunch, take breaks, all that kind of thing. So mid afternoon food's all set out. Um, and everyone's just like taking a break. Chill. Who would you like to play? In your chill quad break. In my chill quad break, I think. What was her name? She was the old lady. Uh, Wendy Salesbright. She was the transportation, mm-hmm. right? That's correct. Yes. yes. Little golf cart was the part it's of a little it. Little golf cart, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I'm into it. I want to be the old lady. Her, her, her whip, if you will. Uh, Dwayne, <laughs> who would you like to play? Um, I will play. Uh, Glenn Dunn. Perfect. Uh, I will pick a new character because I was. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, 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 yes. Um, I'll be yeah. I'll be Chad Winslow. We're catering, right? This yep. area yep, yep, yep. food in the quad. Uh, and I'll be uh, Red Whipkey. Is it Ren or Red? But we had typed Red, but I thought I heard Ren. It's Red now because I said it on air. Yeah, it's red now. Red Whipkey, janitor, talkative. Well, I mean, it sounds like my typo. Uh, my autocorrect was like, Ren's not a word. Red is, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Wendy's like coming in on her uh, cart and looks over to... Uh, what was his name? Janitor Man. Glenn Dunn, the writer. Oh, oh Red. 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 Uh, she's just looking over at Red. Like, oh, so you needed a ride over to the the table so you can clean it up for this afternoon, right? 
Hey, man, you know they don't let us ride in the cars. Oh, come on. <laughs> I will always hear that voice and think about the hot dog guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, the mustache makes it so much worse. <laughs> I can just yes, walk. Yes, it does. Oh, but it's from one side of the lot to the other side of the lot. It's just so far away. I don't want to make your work easier, at least. Let me tell you a story. And he climbs up into uh, said cart. Oh, yeah. She's driving him over uh, to the spot, and they're going to stop there for lunch. Uh, uh, Glenn approaches uh, Chad and, and, and pulls up. Well, what would you call these... Uh, fried machinations on this stick. Uh, that's uh, that is a corn dog, sir. A, a corn, corn dog. dog. Yeah, it's like a hot dog mm. wrapped in cornmeal, um, and then you put a stick through it mm. and you deep fry it, um, and then you just eat it with like mustard or ketchup if you're weird or relish. How barbaric! I love it. <gasps> Yeah, I was supposed to have stuff other than corn dogs, but lots of supplies have been going missing. There's like a bunch of rope and like, um, hmm. like some of the pyrotechnics I heard got stolen. Weird. Um, oh, this is a wonderful corn dog, though. Mm. Does does that maybe sound familiar to you? Yeah, but I don't discuss my work. What are you? Uh, last, uh, what do I you don't do? want someone to steal it. <laughs> what are you? Don't me? Yeah, I'm a I'm a writer. Okay, I'm the most important job. I do you put have? Words do on you paper. perchance have a role in mind for a young, enterprising snack man who would really like to not live in his mom's basement anymore? Like a lot. I I do like have she something. she's active. She dates a lot. My mom. She. What's your? Well, hello, boys. Oh. Oh, hey, Hi. Good, good afternoon. Yeah, yes, ma'am. Uh, they've got some caramels over here. Uh, Chad, I, I overheard you asking about a job, and I just happened to have an opening over uh, no, I lot would 54. No, I, I want, how do I tell you this, Red? Um, if I had your life, yeah. I would kill myself instantly. Well, let me it tell you about the time I died and went to heaven. It's a short story. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so I I died and mm-hmm. I went to he- well that's pretty much it. It was but I was there for a very long time it felt like. But then someone taps me on the shoulder and they said, "Red, get back to work." And I did. <laughs> that's mm. and I've been doing it ever since. <laughs> that was over 40 years ago. Hey, it's um, hard to imagine. That's a really cool story. If I was going to retell it in any way shape or form, it mm-hmm. would be uh I would tell it exactly the way you did up to the part where you die. And then okay, I hang on. Just stop. I'm trying to become a writer myself, so let me write this down. Yeah. How would you tell it? I would say, uh, once upon a time, there once was a shitty janitor named Red, and then he died the end. That's what I would say. <laughs> that seems like not a good story. You need to get. You need to do some work. I agree that it's a very bad story. We agree. That is a very bad story. It's a bummer. Hey, but you could do, <laughs> do better. I believe in you. Okay, once upon a time, there were two old fucks who went away from me and my catering so I can just feed people. Real Hollywood stars, elites, like this guy. What's your name? Uh, Glenn Dunn. Yeah, Glenn Dunn is a professional. Mr. Dunn. He's going to get me a job. (laughs) Pleasure. uh, In lights. Gingerly shakes your hand. You going to eat that whole corn dog yourself? Uh, 
There's a whole I plate full of them, I, but I, I guess there's a whole I table full. But Mr. Yeah, Mr. I guess Donald. you can have the other half of mine. And he you've eaten the half of it already. It's all set for staff. He like and wipes fruit? his hand on his pants that he shook ears with. That is gross. Oh, do you need a, a handkerchief? And she, she'll she'll pull um, out an old lacy one. <laughs> It's got, it's got like monogrammed <laughs> to it. Yeah. <laughs> Ma'am, are you coming on to me? Oh no, I'm far too old for such things. Oh, my husband would not be happy to hear. Never too old to put a little squeak in your grease, if you know what I mean, ma'am. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> you want a corn dog? They're delicious. The weirdest food, but delicious. If you're offering. Yeah, go ahead and eat in one bite. Let's see what that looks like. I do it all the time. I wonder how effectively I could gouge my eyes out with corn dogs. Please try. <laughs> it's actually pretty invigorating. Yeah, she'll, she'll be eating the corn dog. <laughs> how, slow, how slow so is she? Slow. Yeah, real slow. So Let's see what that looks slow. like. Does she take her teeth out? <laughs> it takes her teeth out and everything. <laughs> It doesn't even leave that little crusty piece at the end. You don't have to worry about teeth at all on this. Nope. She she gums it clean. Yeah. (laughs) Where'd the stick go? That's weird. I usually have a stick left over. She she puts the whole corn dog stick in all. No, she brings the stick stick back out and it's tied in a knot somehow. All of it. (laughs) (laughs) It's tied in a knot. It's got a varnish on it now. It's like like a a nice stained cherry. (laughs) The popsicle stick. Or the... That is pretty impressive. Jesus Christ. You never uh, cease to amaze me, Wendy Salesbright. I have... <laughs> this, I have to go look at things on the internet. Goodbye. <laughs> I've just... I've never seen a piece of wood so smooth. <laughs> That's what she said, am I right? Well, of hey, course. I got a story about that. Lacquered. Oh, I know uh, You story. have a story, great. It leaves... Oh, they've got their own category. <laughs> oh. Fancy? <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, same. <laughs> mm. Well, it's now a final girl tradition that we have uh, corn dogs, no matter what. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Does it have to be? Is that a, is there a law? There's no yeah. stick left. Yeah, the <laughs> 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 Fucking varnished. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> oh, so it has some sort of lacquer on it. Oh. Weatherproof <laughs> yeah, now. That's that's what I that's what I was like. Oh, it's lacquered. Wow. <laughs> uh, okay. Cool. You're seeing Dwayne. Uh, we gotta do relationships. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. Uh, hey, hey, Bond. <laughs> you in relationships? Are they all <laughs> friends? Mm. <laughs> Sounds like it. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like some might be more than friends. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like they're fucking. Uh, Sounds like they're fucking. <laughs> Sounds like this scene led to some fucking yeah. between a geriatric and a and a geriatric. <laughs> well, and, and a future seeing scribbler. That would be Glenn, right? Mm. Yeah, Glenn and Wendy. Got a weird blowjob from an old lady. <laughs> That's canonical. 
<laughs> it's just fucking weatherproof after that, you know? Who's mad at that? <laughs> oh, gosh. It's actually, like, healthier for me. Like, I can't get the diseases now. Yeah. I don't know. The, the amount of money he saves in probiotics is, like, unreal. Um, and Wendy and Red would be friends? I believe so. Mm-hmm. Agreed. We got Dwayne. Game relationships. You got you got you got a fuck in there. That's a uh, fact. Uh, yeah, Dylan um, and uh, Chad. Right? Like he was trying to give him a part. I would say that that's a friendship. Yeah. Anything with red? Uh, hard pass. Yeah. No. Nope. Rivalry between Chad and Red? Probably not. Maybe. You didn't tell him to go well, die. I don't think I don't think it's from it wouldn't be from Red. Yeah, Chad, Red. Red's Red too oblivious. Chill. Chill, chill, chill. Well, I think that's everything then. Right? Yep. Cool. Dwayne, you're seeing. <sighs> okay. Um Yeah, 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 yeah. It is um The last storytelling scene. Yeah, the last storytelling scene. And then we start. Oh yeah, that be careful who you pick then. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, that gives me a lot of power. Great. Uh so this is a scene in um It's like a it's it's not a rap party, it's like a launch party. Like uh before they even start filming, there's like a small little get together uh and it's in uh what are we filming om nom nom? It's uh on it's like on the beach like the beach set Mm. where there's like a what where you would see water but they're so cheap there's not actually any water they're gonna just photoshop that in later the cgi (laughs) cgi water (laughs) cgi the water uh so it's just (laughs) beach into like a concrete but then they've got like a little l stand and some drinks and food and some music well very cool you get to pick your character first as well yeah, I get to pick who I save. Uh, I'm going to pick and save uh, Zach Doberman. Uh, I'm going to give my girl Nikki Napalm a shot at success. That's me now. Yep. I'm going to give my boy Dirk Bugle a shot. Sun double. Mm. Uh, Trying to save some lives. I respect that. Good hustle out there. I'm uh, going to try for Aster Turniper. Sure. All right, so what is Aster? Remind me who Aster is again. A makeup yeah. artist. Uh, the makeup artist. For sure. So we've got the makeup uh, artist, the pyrotechnics expert, the... Uh, stunt double. Stunt double, and, and... the score, the guy who does the score. The guy who's with no God. actors present. Yeah. It's just, it's just the crew time. They're busy. It's, it's, no, we all get together and we shit talk the actors, right? Yeah. Yeah, facts. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, um, I think, I think Zach's like got an, uh, an AirPod in or like a earbud of some sort in and he, uh, starts talking to, um, Aster and be like, so you, you've got to make it to where people are missing limbs mm-hmm. with this shoestring budget they've given us. It's absolute bullshit since I am a lot worth a lot more than what they've given me. Uh, but I can make it do. I've done less with a 
$1 makeup More. palette from Walgreens and makeup brushes from a paint set from uh, the school down the road. That's very specific. Do you, do you want to talk about it? <sighs> Not really. It, it wasn't the brightest moment I ever had. It's... <sighs> yeah, it sounds a little flat. Just, just... Uh, it, was, it was a low moment, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to bring down the party. Uh, but yeah, we, we could totally do it. Uh, just, it will somehow happen. Maybe I'll have to actually cut an arm off. Bro, you can totally cool. cut my arm off. I would love that. Okay. Just go for it. I don't, I don't care. It's just whatever you want to whatever you want to do. Just like right now? For, yeah, bro. I'm I sure mean, they've got a machete around here somewhere. Oh, maybe, well, maybe Nikki has something. Dude, listen, so... Oh, yeah. Dirk, no, I swear to fucking God, if one of these spoiled mommy's boy motherfuckers stole my pipe, my my specialist TNT, my Bro. best bombs, no, I would be dude. so upset. It's not the case, dude. No one's done that. No, They're going to get a little taste of Mary Jane and Ashley. And Bro, she's I got, love you, she's dude. Got, I, dude, I get it. I love she's you. She's got these big... No <laughs> Brass knuckles that just say "Live small, die never." She's she's four foot three, and but she is five foot tall with her mohawk. Just giant red liberty liberty spikes. Dude, you gotta chill. Never tell me to Forget chill, her. Dirk. She's someone's been taking her stuff, but like she can't prove it. <laughs> like who 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 would take your stuff? Who wants Zach's her stuff? Sitting on a, a crate. It's like a TNT crate. It's a crate. This is definitely not stolen explosives. It's like a TNT crate. You see a small matched figure in a black cloak in the background, like to go to get it. Goes sees people and like slowly backs away. Master, I saw that shark tail you put on that dude. Like, like I don't know if it's one of the actors or stunt doubles, other guys, but that's pretty good. I just want to say, good job with what you've got going on. Righteous. Oh, thanks very much. I, I could probably whip you one right up just the same. Do you have any scenes with the shark tail? No, I like basically am like the giant shark tail. Like they're gonna, you're gonna have to put me like in a full tail suit. Like I am the tail. I'm basically Om Nom Nom's butt. <laughs> impressive. I'm that's, into it. That's, that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I really got to shake. You know, when I get in there, I got to really be that tail. So I'm trying to. It's got to get hit by a boat a couple times. Whatever. I'm, I'm ready for it. Well, I'm always ready to get some tail. Or some scissors. What's that mean? I don't know. I'm not tracking, or, bro. She, she fucks up. Or that. <laughs> <laughs> Sudden change what? of, like, attitude. You're just Why? suddenly very Why chill. yourself is what I've always uh, said. Well, Zach there's... Zach puts um, in the other headphone. <laughs> my, the thing about Nicky Napalm is... <laughs> Either way, I'm going to explode. You pick out. Gross. Do make it happen. What? I don't think I was meant for this conversation. I'll, uh... Me neither. Peace, bros. I'm, I'm going with you. So what are the odds that I could slip, like, a little bit of white phosphorus into one of these assholes' makeup? Oh, we can make it happen. I, I don't, like... <sighs> that actor, what's his name? Oh, you're talking about fucking John, the dumbass? Yeah. John, the piece of shit dumbass who I hate? Uh, he won't even let me put makeup on him. 
Uh, the I, costume recall calls for like some gills. Won't let me do it. I had to sneak off and have a little smoke. And I told him to watch my stuff for one minute. And I come back and it's literally all gone. And it, the worst part is, I'm so sure he didn't steal it. Like, I know he's just dumb. Like, I know somebody was like, hey, here's a rock. And he was like, guard what? I hate that guy. God, hey, even the hey, simplest Derek, what of what if we're going to blow up with that TNT we took? Bro, I've got, like, this box of Legos I brought from home. Oh. It's bad. Is it a Death be. Star one? No, dude, I... That one's still. Those I glued that one together. I'm never taking that out of fire, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Hey, question. I just wondered. Do you like just listen to like only your own music, or are you like into other stuff too? <laughs> he he pulls out the the cord from his headphones, and it's just not connected. That's enough. I just I just do this so people don't talk to me, man. Stop to say, bro. It's so good. I usually just like zone out, like stare into the distance. Usually just like away. Yeah, that's a good one too. Sorry, what? <laughs> yeah. Cut to uh, Nikki and Ashley. Aster. I'm so sorry. Aster. Aster. Ah! Oh, Ashley would have been good though, because. Nick- yeah. Mary Kate and Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, already. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nick cut to Nick, Nikki and Aster like toasting with some red wine, like having a candlelit dinner, and just like let's make like the Shark Queen and kill all men. Uh, agreed. Let's <laughs> jump, jump, jump. And nom nom nom. nom. <laughs> Best nom nom nom. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. In scene. Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> Yes. Please. All right. So who's who's got? Well, we'll start with you, Dwayne. Um, your character. Do they establish any relationships? Uh, I he established a friendship with um, Dirk. Very good. Very good. Dirk, do you consent to my friendship? I consent. Uh, I would say that in this scene, two things were established for my character. One, a French uh, or a, a fucking relationship with Aster. Uh, and then two, a rivalry with off-camera uh, William, if uh, if you all will agree John. to that. John. I'm sorry, John Everyman. Yeah. Yeah, see, but John wouldn't... I just don't think John... He wouldn't would, feel like, back? He wouldn't care. He's like, yep. he's so he's dumb. Too, yeah. Got it. He, no. would, he, he seems like friends are fucking unless somebody, like, pisses him off on something stupid. Right, yeah. It's like somebody took his Legos or something. So, oh, I missed an opportunity for a rivalry over being given the uh, a bum flavored highlighter. Next year, mm-hmm. <laughs> Devin, your character have any relationships? Yeah, noticed? I've already established. I think that that works for me. Anything else, Abon? No, I agree to our relationship. Perfect. The contract is sealed. To be continued. <laughs>